Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to uh, freeze Wait, up. Not a game. Not, a, not, not the game that I go out there and, and die for. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Points in the Paint Podcast, Stadium's number one NBA podcast. Yes, indeed. I'm Ben Wittenstein. You know who I am, Zach Badger House. I am always in the house. Ben, how are we doing? We're doing well. We set up. Uh, we finally, you know, we're, we're moving and grooving. We're it's a work to in progress. Some of the cameras. Yeah, if you, if you check us out on YouTube, we're going to be on YouTube, and you can see all of our new fancy gadgets, fancy cameras. We got multiple mm-hmm. angles that we can use, which is kind of cool, kind of yep. fun. Um, but so we're, you know, we're working on it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Make sure, you know, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe to points in the pain podcast, Yep. wherever you get your podcast. Remember we're on YouTube, watch stadiums, YouTube account. Make sure you check us out there. 773-273-9088. That is our voicemail line yes, and text sir. line too. Yes, so we got, we got text, we got voicemails, whatever, you know, whatever you're feeling. If you don't want to have your voice heard, you can have it heard via text, and we'll read it on the on the podcast. So very excited for that. And, of course, mm-hmm. leave us a rate and a review. But, Zach, we do have some stuff to get to because some yeah. stuff has been happening since Monday all the way now until Thursday. We've had some game winners. We've had some teams become good, some teams remaining bad, <laughs> the Cavs. Uh, we can talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> but uh, we'll start with uh, kind of a newer segment. We've had this segment in different forms, but it's What's Trending. <laughs> What's yep. trending in the NBA so far for the past few days? And, of course, we have to start with a game winner from Shea Gilgis, Alexander, on the Oklahoma City Thunder. For the win, Ben. And it was nice for him to go get that 40-piece wing dinner, hold yeah. the fries. You know, shout out to KP, Kendrick Perkins. He always talking about the wing dinner. Well, SGA, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, he had a 40-piece wing dinner, hold the fries, with a game winner for the win, 121-120 this past week. Over the Washington Wizards. They've been playing very well on the road, Oklahoma City Thunder, Ben. Yeah, and this was an impressive win because Washington's been playing well. Yep. And we talked about them playing well on this mm-hmm. podcast on Monday. And so for OKC to go on the road, get the win, they're an impressive team. And I think we have to figure out when we start calling Oklahoma City Thunder a good team Uh-oh. or a decent team. I, I'm not ready to say good. I think good's the wrong term, but decent to fun to scrappy to talented, Mm -hmm. I think is the right terms to use for this team because right now, if you look at the Western Conference standings, they are sitting 11th. They're 7-8. and They've won five of their last 10. Okay. This is a team that is playing way better than expectations, and I'm saying that as someone who bet their win total over 23.5, they're already at 7. So you're feeling like, okay, we only not even a third through the season, and you're feeling real confident about that Oklahoma City bet. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling real confident. They're going to be pulling out wins against teams they probably have no business doing, and because they're young, they're going to lose games they have no business losing. (laughs) So they're going to be a roller coaster ride, but I really do like the way the Thunder have been playing this season. They're playing like a team. You can see where the talent's coming from. And, oh, by the way, they don't have Chet Holmgren yet. 
we have to wait till next year for them to get a healthy Chet Holmgren. Who knows what he's going to bring to this team and how much better he's going to make them. Yeah, I think so too. And and you know SGA, the forty piece, you know the smooth the smoothness to his game, being aggressive, going to the free throw line late in that game against the Wizards. Yeah, I was pleased, Ben. I really was. Like I was super pleased with the fact that he's playing well. Right, he's yeah, playing he really well. And so for me. He just got to continue. And one thing I want to mention, too, with Oklahoma City Thunder is the simple fact that, okay, yeah, a lot of people don't expect them to win games. But for me, Ben, you look at that team, you look at that roster, you look at how those boys are playing, SGA, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort in the, in the crew, Jalen Williams, the young rookie, the 12th he's overall been pick. Awesome. Yeah, he's yeah, been great. He's playing very well. And so for me, Ben, I think that the group is just tired of losing. Like, they're tired yeah, of so losing. Too. Like, they've been losing ever since Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying, left a few seasons ago. And you look at it now, it's like, all right, we've been at the bottom of the West, or bottom of the NBA. We've been in the NBA draft lottery all these years in a row. It's time for a change. And I think SGA is leading that pack. 100%. And it's crazy that he's now really kind of that team veteran, that team leader after coming over from the Clippers. People didn't really know what to expect from him. And he's been the guy that I think the, the Thunder in general have expected him to be. I mean, right. he's the guy who can go out and get those game winners. He's the guy you can count on down the stretch. And he's the guy you can count on. To be that, you know, veteran presence on a very, very young team, and it's just great to see him winning. It's great to see him pushing through, and this is what you want to see from a young team. You don't want them to be losing every single game. I don't think the the Thunder are really in a position where they need to tank at this point. They have so much young talent that winning, they're playing with house money right now. They're winning games. They've been fun. They have been fun. They have been fun. They're super fun to watch. Uh, What else do we got? Oh, yeah. So we talked about the Kings on Monday. Let's stay in the West. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I I made the mistake about betting the the Nets against the Kings a couple days ago. (laughs) They were slight underdogs. You give them a plus money. I thought, ooh, Nets are going to come in. Durant's going to do his thing. The Nets have been looking pretty good recently. Right. But man, it's egg. Kingstown. Sacramento is uh, back. Light the beam. Small, I don't know if you yeah. watched the. I don't know if you watched the games or not, Ben. But you light the beam whenever they win. Listen, we might I don't understand. The Sacramento Kings make an opportunity to see the beam light up in Sacramento yeah. for about at least twenty more games. They wow. got at least twenty more wins in them so far this season. That's how I feel. They're I, eighth in the West. Their they playoff are. team have started today. If it started today. Well, they'll be in the play-in at least. Yes, they Definitely would. be in the play-in, but four kudos to them, right? They won four in a row. Um, the last game was on national TV. That's what I really wanted to emphasize, the fact that they came yeah. out there on national TV, TNT game being, and they went and had a blew the, the doors off, the they Brooklyn did. Nets, blew the doors off. Embarrassed them. Scored like over 150 points in the game. This was a Brooklyn Nets team that was coming in playing very good defensively. The last, what, five games, we had mentioned it before on a previous podcast about the simple fact that they were, what, number one or number two the last five games in terms of defensive rating, yeah. and they couldn't guard a parked car <laughs> against the Sacramento Kings. The Brooklyn no, Nets. they couldn't. And we were just talking about that, the defense of what Jack Ron brings, and then they go out and put up a stinker against the Kings. I'm glad we talked about how good the Kings were because – we would have looked really dumb. If the going Nets into that game, like, yeah. Oh, so now we're just doubling good. up. Yeah, so it's all right. We were right about one team at least going yeah, into this Yeah, that's fine. So I'm, I'm really glad the Kings are playing well. They're a fun team. They've got a lot of good pieces together, too. They do. Sabonis. So, they got yeah. the boy Sabonis from Indiana. De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk, Harrison Barnes, a vet. Yeah. Like he's, he's capable of putting the ball in the rim whenever. He was definitely scoring on Kevin Durant at times yeah. in that game. Just he was. To, just to throw that out there. No <laughs> shade at KD because we know he unguardable. But yes. Harrison Barnes was definitely getting some baskets. Yeah, and the, the West is open for the most part. Yeah. You know, the Kings are two and a half games behind the Trailblazers in first. 
Two and a half games by first. I know it's early. It is but early. They're two and a half games out of first. Like the, the beam in Sacramento. Like Come the on. beam. They're fun. The, the, the Kings are a fun team, and I think they're worth definitely watching. If you're going to stay up late, drink some caffeine, watch them one of these weeks, and stay up late. Hey, if you're in Central Time, it don't, it don't even hurt you. Nine that's o'clock, true. you know, you decent. Best time out there. Yep. Eastern is where it get a little rough for yeah, y'all. That's, I, that's know, I ain't in the Eastern time zone <laughs> no more, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is trending going on in the NBA. Jalen Brunson. Worth every penny, Ben. I don't know how you feel about Jalen Brunson. Remember, I'm one of those guys who, if you don't at least average 20 points or do something significant, Ben, you can't get $100 million out of me. Like, there's no way. If I'm a GM, you got to at least average 20 or do something that's very well. Shoot the three-ball, three-point specialist, defensive player of the year candidate. It got to be something in your game that constitutes for you to get $20 million. So I wasn't too sure if Jalen Brunson was – Worth twenty, a hundred million dollars. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely on board. Okay, definitely on board with Buddy because he's playing well. Yeah, he's definitely playing well. Yeah. I mean, he's helping the Knicks. That's for sure. And yeah. then, you know, the Knicks aren't aren't playing as well. You know, they're not going to be eight and seven. I don't think they're above five hundred if they don't have Jalen Brunson. No, at this facts. Point. And he helps facts. them beat the Nuggets on on Wednesday night. And you know, he's just so, such a <laughs> consistent presence. I think is the right term for Jalen. You know what you're going to get out of him. You know what he's going to bring. And you know he's going to help your team in different ways other than scoring at times. So yep, seven just, assists. You know, $20 million, you could argue in a vacuum is probably too much money, but then you kind of see the intangibles and what he brings and how he elevates the team as is right now that kind of needed a an older leader to help them out, some of the younger guys. A little guys. spark, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a really the perfect fit for a Knicks team. 21 points a game, seven assists, about – uh, still in a half the, over the course of the last three or four games yeah. for Jalen Brunson. Like I said, I think he's worth every penny being. Like, he's playing well. Win or lose, that's what I th- – win or lose for the New York Knicks, you go look at the box score, you can always say so far this year, okay, Jalen Brunson did his job, what he was supposed to do. Now, I know he got benched for not playing the standard of defense by Tom Thibodeau. We had to throw him, Tom Tib, in the prison cell on the previous podcast. We did. But I think Brunson has done an overall good job for that team, at least from an offensive standpoint. So it's offensive league, uh, Tibbs. I think Tibbs just need to catch up, Ben. Yeah, he's uh, – <laughs> I, I don't – I have nothing to say about Tom Thibodeau at this point. Nothing good, at least. Uh, new segment that we've got. Yes. Three on three. Yeah. So you, you're so this is your thing right now for this week. You created a top three list and yep. a bottom three yep. list. Bottom three list. Regarding something related to, of course, the NBA. Mm-hmm. So what, what what's the list here? So my question to you, Ben, is who are your top three players through these fifth, 15, 20 games we've had this year? Oh, you can give me three guys that you've been watching – this season that's been super remarkable, who would they be, buddy, putting you on the spot like that? Well, I mean, I think one of those guys for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure is Anthony Simons. Okay. I think he's been tremendous, and I've been watching a little bit more of him. Three-point shooting has been better than I expected. Okay. shucks up a lot of shots, Mm -hmm. double-digit three-point attempts a game for the (laughs) most part, but he's hitting a decent percentage. He's shooting 37% this season from three, and and he'll make some really good shots. So I've been – I've been really impressed with him this far. All right. Um, give me one. Yeah, give me two more. See, this is, it's all, there's so many different players to, to, to choose from. Right. No, it um, is. And, you know, I kind of wanted to go to, like, the Magic because I've been watching, for some reason, a lot of, like, Jalen Suggs play, and I watched him to begin the season. Okay. He's been fun to watch. But my problem with him is I think he can be a really good three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. I think he can be a really good three-point shooter. He okay. just needs to be consistent with it, more consistent with it. He's shooting 30% from three right now for the season, which isn't great. But he's not afraid to take three-point shots. And he can be scary good from, like, 
Damian Lillard range good. I've seen him shoot. All right. So I, I don't know if Jalen's like the most impressive player that I've seen, but I've been I think he's got a really high ceiling for what he can do. All right. With with the magic. How you feel about Bobo since we're talking about Orlando? Yeah, Bobo's fine. He's fine. fine. Yeah, BB. Just yeah, fine. He's fine. He's good. Like he's fun to watch. Twenty six and twelve last listen, game. Just how, fine. How sustainable is it? Though? I'll be trying to listen. I need maybe I just need to get everybody on board, being with the Bobo bandwagon because I'm just <laughs> Team Bobo over okay. here. It's just Team Bobo for team me. Bobo. He going out there. He getting over ten boards every once in a while. He gonna put the ball in the basket. I told you this before. Everybody's all hype for Victor Wimbanyama. They are, which is fair. Yeah, but I just keep telling people, Ben. I just feel like it's already a Victor Wimbanyama in the league already in bowl bowl. Nah, people be like, you jumping it good. You going huh. too far. But then he go out there and drop 26 and 12. Then what you going to tell me? <laughs> Interesting. I, I like to see him sustain it throughout the season. All right. I really would. I think, I mean, it's been fun to really watch him and to see what he's been doing, but I need to see some sustainability here. For That's bowl fair. Bowl. Uh, and then the other player, it's funny because we're going to talk about the Pacers in a second, and there's two players on there that I really like, but I'll name Benedict Matherin. Nice. He's been All right. he's been incredibly impressive. Coming off the bench for this team, and he's scored twenty plus points. <laughs> he's shooting really well. He's shooting you know forty something percent from three. Like he's been a really fun player to watch for me, and I think he's been a very big surprise. Not only the Pacers, but just NBA fans in general, mm-hmm. kind of expecting you don't know what to expect from rookies like that. But he's been great. He's been fun, man. He's he's been really fun and a huge asset for the Pacers right now. Yeah, for the most part, right. I like the fact that his minutes are staggered and he's able yeah. to just get that production in those same amount of minutes because he's getting like 20 points a game in like 20 minutes. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's remarkable. His, I, I like it for sure. His efficiency is unbelievably impressive. I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, it's 18.45 is PER. So like he's more than the average efficiency rate. Yeah. In the NBA. Oh, yeah. And he's 20 years old. Okay. 20 years old. Okay, so we got Suggs. We got Matherin. Yeah. Now, if we had to pick – one more player, because you done named some young guys. I did name some young guys. You got yeah. one more for I me? I mean, I'm always, you know, Giannis has always been super impressive. I right. think that's just kind of a cop-out. because it's Okay, that's fair. I like, the, I like the two that you gave us, And though. I think the fact that it's a cop-out kind of just shows how good Giannis is, because you almost expect him to be this good every mm-hmm. single season, but he's just so consistent with it. He's almost even better than he has been in the past season. I mean, the guy is just unbelievable. He's unguardable. You can't guard him close to the basket. You can't really guard him away from the basket because he'll take you to the rim. You know, he's just been Working consistently good. He's been <laughs> unbelievable for the for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's just fun to watch, man. And, you know, I was thinking about putting him on, but I'm like, that's that's, that's fair, though. It know, ain't, it's a cop out, so but it's fair, though. Good. Yeah, but, that, but that's fair, though. You know what I'm saying? You put the boy Giannis up there, Greek freak. He go out there, he get buckets. He get the 27 and 12 and five assists and like two yeah. blocks. So, yeah, you could throw him out there. Ain't nobody mad. Ain't nobody right. going to be mad at yeah, that. You know, so you know, already gave us, think about it. You gave us Suggs. Mm-hmm. And ain't nobody really, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody checking for Suggs like that. So, no. people did. So, the fact that you throw him out there, people had an opportunity to, to go check out his go game. He did sure. ball out in that, in that last game in uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. They lost the game, but he did. Yeah. Jalen Suggs did yeah, play yeah, well. He crazy shot like 11 threes, 12 threes, something like that. I mean, yeah. he, he loves chucking them up. He can be a really good three point shooter. He just needs to be more consistent with it. But Giannis is always going to be, I mean, for the next three, four years, he'll probably be this good, to be quite honest. You know, he's. He's just so fun to watch, man. He's just—he's the best. That's he's fair. the best. I love Giannis. I ain't got no look, off the court none. I ain't got no worries. I ain't got no problems with pro Giannis or anything oh, positive best. about yeah. my man Giannis Antetokounmpo. I make sure I say that last name for everybody too. <laughs> he's got to put respect on him. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? So, I guess for me, 
the three, my three on three. Okay. So, like, my bottom three would be, like, the three teams that I really feel like are going to fizzle out the standings. Because right now, they're at okay. the top, cream of the crap right yep. now. It's early in the season, 15, you know, 20 games being. But I think the three teams, one of them at least, that are going to fizzle out and maybe not be at the top of the standings, but somewhere in the middle, maybe escape the play-in scenario. Oh, boy. Is uh, the Portland Trailblazers? Oh boy! So you know, currently, you know, right now they're at the top of the standings in the Western Conference. You they know, are. you know they're doing their thing. But I think they'll fizzle out once you know more teams get a little more comfortable. Once the Warriors figure out whatever it is that they need to figure out, because they yeah. can't win on the road right now. They're currently on eight. Oh, and eight. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's it is. It That's is. That's a crazy number. So I'm expecting them to somehow, some way, figure it out and climb the standings as well. I think the Lakers may figure it out once they f- maybe trade. Westbrook, I don't know if they're going to do so, Ben. But if it's if the money's there with another team that can match it in terms of getting more pieces, more talent around LeBron and Anthony Davis, then go ahead and do so. Do so at this point. Sure. And then the second team that I'm looking at closely is the Washington Wizards, Ben. You know, we talked about them earlier this week. Interesting. Because I just feel like they're gonna hurt believe. us again. They're gonna let us down like they did last year, man. Yeah, I do might. like they they might do it. They might let us down again. They did last year. What do you think Bradley Beal coming back is gonna be better for them? They're gonna play better, they're gonna play the same. Can they play even better than they have been recently? You know, is this is it gonna hurt anything? <laughs> I hope so, right? Ain't that what Kodak said? I hope so. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> they, the thing is, is they will ha- they would have been on a five game win streak if mm. they didn't lose on a buzzer beater to the to the Thunder, which again Losing to the Thunder is not as bad of a mark as I think it would have been like two weeks ago or right. even at the beginning of the season. If you're like, the Wizards are going to lose to the Thunder in November, you are gonna you would say, oh, that, the, th- the Wizards are not like, right. no, that doesn't yeah. sound good. But that's a better loss than I think it would have been a couple weeks ago. But again, they could have been on a five-game win streak. They have a unique schedule. They play the Heat three of the next four games. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's like a playoff series. Yeah, like, why are they playing them so many times uh, yeah, they at play, a staggered amount of time? It's weird. They play the Heat at home, then they play the Hornets, then they go to Miami, play the Heat, and then they stay in Miami, play the Heat again two days later. So they're getting a lot of Miami Heat for the next couple of days, mm. uh, for the next week or so. So they could, you know, go three and one maybe. They possibly. Beat the heat, they beat the Heat at home. Beat the Hornets at home. They can steal one from the Heat on the road. They can possibly three and one in the next four games. And that sounds serviceable. That sounds doable because Lamelo Ball, he's out with injury. He stepped on a fan's foot or something at the end of the game, bro. I was kind of mad because like he had twenty six points in the game. And then like I think it was only like a minute and thirty seconds left. Yeah. And he like just stepped on a fan's foot and oh tweaked his God. ankle so he's probably going to be out for a more extended period of time which brings the question will the hornets tank for victor Wimbanyama? <laughs> like it, that, that definitely proposed uh, that question they might they the might the have hornets to are kind of a mess too but i mean they haven't been with without they have been without lamello for a bit so it's hard to start the season four and 12 and then make a run where you can possibly get into the playoffs or at least feel good about a team that's in the playoffs they could maybe make a mistake run and not make the lottery next season, but <laughs> at this point, if you're four and twelve, you're one and six at home. It's you're been a tough one stretch. And nine in your last ten games. The open the season. Hornets might want to tank. Or, or <laughs> yeah, I'll say it's been, yeah, it's been a little, it's been a little problem out there in Charlotte. But another the team, team, Atlanta Hawks, being okay. Now, how do you think – you think I'm going too far with that? Because a lot of people, when I was talking to about the Atlanta Hawks, they felt like, well, you got to kind of give them a little more chance because I think they, they'll still be around the pack, the middle the of the Hawks pack. The Hawks are – they're a weird team. Okay. They're, they're a weird team because I think they are built 
well enough that they're going to make they, – they should make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a playoff team. But I don't think they're built well enough to hold on to the three seed in the East. Okay. I think they're built to hover around the six through eight spot, maybe the nine or ten spot, maybe be like a fringe play-in team. But Okay. Well, I, I had them preseason play-in. but Yeah, they have, they have the talent to be a playoff team, and they have the talent to be a seven seed or a six seed and miss the play-in game. Okay. But you're going to have to have everything go the right way. For them, I think, for that to happen. And I don't know if that's going to happen throughout an NBA season. So I think, realistically, yeah, playing games, I think, the right move. Maybe the 7 or 8 seed as, as a playing team. So I don't think you're wrong in that prediction. And I think looking as a team that I don't expect to continue their run as a 3 seed in the East right now, right. I think that's the right move. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. It's up and down for them. It really is. Who's going to have a better record by the end of the month? I'll, I'll throw you on the spot. Hawks or Cavs? Who has a better record by the end of the oh, month? Man, that's yep. a tough one. Yeah, put you on the spot like uh, that. See, I, for me, I want to I want to say Cavs because I want to say they've lost five in a row, they right? Have. So they are bottom of the barrel here. They're they're not doing Struggling. anything right. So <laughs> something's got to change. And usually within the course of an NBA season, they teams figure out the Cavs are too good to not figure something out. Right. Um. And again, I'd have to look at their schedule, but I would say just off the top of my head. Probably the Cavs. Cavs play the Hawks on November 21st on Monday. Okay. Um, but for the rest of November, I mean, they have – it's not the easiest schedule. However, they're at home for most of it. They're yeah. at home for the next four games in a row. Um, and then they play the Bucks on the road. They play the Pistons on the road. They should win that game. Yep, they should. And then they play the Raptors on the road. So, you know, if I'm looking at both teams, I'd probably say Cavs. I probably would because they're not – they're too good to just keep losing and losing and losing. They have to figure something out. And they have a lot of games at home coming up. Okay, they do have a lot of games coming up, but I want to look on the flip side and look at Atlanta and see what they got going in terms of schedule because they got Rockets. They got Rockets. They got Sacramento. Oh, (laughs) well, yeah, it's like the beam. My fault. Yeah, my fault. Like the beam. Like the beam. I forgot. That's not a bad game. (laughs) That's not a bad game. Not at home. (laughs) So they do got Toronto. Yep. Twice. Yep. Before the end of the month, so they have them at home and they have them on the road. They do have Orlando to close the month. So I think Atlanta may have the more favorable schedule. It's possible. I mean, they do have Miami in there, but they've been struggling. They got Joel. I think Joel likes to eat against Atlanta. I feel like he's played well against them in the past. They have they just coming off losing to Boston. So mm. there are two teams who I think aren't don't really have a shot at like making any big impact like finals wise, but okay. they could definitely make some noise. For the regular season, so they're both, I think, on a similar similar trajectory. path. They both have the talent, but are they? Do they going to have the execution in reality to be able to make that happen? And the Hawks have always been that team for the past couple of years. You know, yep. they have the talent. You know, like this is a good team on paper, and then they don't do anything. So, Cleveland, Cleveland surprises last season yeah, with what they were able to bring I out. I hope Cleveland doesn't end up being that team where you look down, up and down the roster and you're like, "Holy hell, this team has all the talent in the world." It just and then they go on the court and nothing happens. Yeah. They don't click. Defense is bad. They turn it over a lot. It's. <laughs> I just hope that doesn't happen with Cleveland because I love everyone on that Cleveland team. Weekend Warriors, ooh, another new ooh. segment. Oh yeah. We're looking at teams or players that are going to thrive. Heading into the weekend. Going into the weekend. Shout out Nate Jacobson for the Weekend Warriors. He was a, he did the Weekend Warriors uh, betting show a couple years ago. So <laughs> it's not a stealing of the name; it's a borrowing. Yeah, we're borrowing. Yeah, thank you, Nate. Um, <laughs> so we've got. Uh, I've, I put a team on here. You have a player. Yes, a matchup, if you will. I put the Pacers. Mm-hmm. I like this Indiana too. I told you I like Pacers. this. Yeah, I like this. I think they're going to have a hell of a weekend going into this weekend. They're already riding a two-game winning streak. Then now they're playing the Rockets mm-hmm. coming up on Friday. And then 
their weekend consists of a Saturday game against the Magic. Okay. They're going to be on a back-to-back. Then they have to play the Magic again on Monday, both home games. So they go on the road and play a tanking Rockets team. Then they play the Magic twice, both at home. They should be on a three-game win streak after Monday. So what, four games above five hundred? Yeah. Okay. Which is insane. It is insane. Right? You look at the standings, and if they're going to win their next four games in a row, they're going to be 11-6. and Could be the top five team in the East. Well, right now, happens. yeah, right now they got a winning record for the first time since February 2021, like I mentioned before uh, before the show. Yeah, it is crazy. I'm really a big fan of Tyrese Hallenburton. So if there's oh, something the that best. I can take away from you, from from your weekend warrior is that I'm hoping Tyrese Hallenburton continues the double doubles, the assists yep. with the with the attacking the rim, going to the basket, dishing so him dimes off. Bro, he's getting. People thought I was crazy when I told them to take the. It was nine and a half assists, Ben. It was plus money. People were looking at me crazy, like, "Come on now, you know I'm all Come about on. the plus money with the single bed. It's the only way it's yeah. gonna happen, being if it's if it's plus money." Right. And people looking at me crazy, like, "I don't know if he's gonna do it." Now I'm like, "Listen, he's gonna get the nine and a half easily because that's what he does. He, dishes it he out. finishes. He's good. He yeah. finishes with 13 assists. Yeah. I love Tyrese Halliburton. He be sharing the sugar, dishing it out, being everybody awesome. eats with Tyrese Halliburton on the court. Yeah, they do, and he's he just makes that whole team better. And Orlando, zero and six on the road this season. They haven't won a game on the road play again they play the Pacers twice on the road this weekend so I think the Pacers end this weekend into Monday by Tuesday they're going to be on a three-game win streak they should be on a they three-game should win be streak. Ooh, weekend my weekend warrior yeah, is the matchup the big guys yeah. it's going down it's the rematch because I feel like Joel Embiid is going to want his get back from the game before this season and that's going to be Joel Embiid okay. versus Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah. the Greek freak yeah. now we all know Giannis has what not one, but that dog in him. two MVPs. Oh, okay. He got that dog in him for sure, for sure. <laughs> Definitely got that dog in him. He's a finals MVP, back-to-back regular season MVP. And so the question is, what are you going to bring, Joel? I think Joel's going to try to shine bright in this matchup. You know, he didn't win MVP last season. Uh, there's gonna, not going to be any James Harden. He's been out a month. I think he's going to shine bright. I don't know if they get the win. But he's coming off a performance where he dropped like 59, Ben. Is he going to do another 50 burger? Two I don't know if he can get 50 against my boy, double, my boy double Giannis. Double burger? Double cheeseburger? He could probably double get 25. He can get a 25-piece wing dinner, hold the fries. That's about <laughs> it. I don't, if he gets higher, if, if he gets 25-plus, then he's really out on a mission. Yeah. I'll give you that. He's out on a mission. Yeah, I like that. I think that's uh, – That'll be fun. That'll be a fun matchup. So we got we got Joel, we got the Pacers. Good weekend Warriors, I think. Good good teams to to bet on, good teams to watch, fun teams to watch. Yeah. Um on the hotline again, two seven three. Yeah, we just got one this week. Seven seven three two seven three nine zero eight eight. Give us a text, give us a call, give us a voicemail. We're on Facebook as well, on YouTube, Stadium YouTube. So that's fun. What did Alex from Ann Arbor have to say? I didn't want to put it in because I wanted to just flat out tell you because oh, no. this is going to be your time to vent. And have your little soliloquy moment okay. as it relates to the Chicago Bulls. Because oh, Alex from Ann Arbor wanted to know what is going on with the Chicago Bulls. That's a great, great, great question, Alex. <laughs> and I'm the, asking the same thing. The floor, the floor is all yours. The floor is yours. I'm asking the same thing. What's going on with the Bulls? I don't know. I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. What's going on with the Chicago Bulls? I think they are uh, – they're just not a good team. They're not built well, I think is the real issue with the Chicago Bulls. Okay. They, uh, the big three – of Lonzo, well, it's a big four, I guess. Well, Lonzo's been out, but you have Zach, you have Demar, and you have Vooch. It's a good big three. Good big three. Great big three on paper. In execution, I don't know if it's all there. You don't have any defense between the three of them. Okay. Offensively, some sometimes they're pretty inconsistent. Zach can be inconsistent. Vooch can be inconsistent. Demar hasn't been his old Demar self that we saw last season. The MVP, MVP type. Candidate, Demar okay. DeRozan. 
they have no defensive ability. Alex Caruso is like the only good defender that they have in that team when Lonzo. What about the out. junkyard dog? Javante, what is it, Javante Green? Yeah, I mean, he's fine. <laughs> he brings a lot of heart, hustle, and muscle. He definitely does. That, that. I mean, yep. that, guy, that guy's definition of that. And I really like it, but I just don't think the Bulls have the personnel. They have no three point shooting, let alone really any good defenders. So they can't three point shoot their way into a win. All right. And they found that in their last couple of games when they got into some three point shooting issues. They couldn't come back because they couldn't hit the three, and they can't come back that way. You can't really play basketball in the modern NBA if you're not going to be able to shoot threes. And the Bulls cannot shoot threes. They have no three-point shooters consistently. Kobe White's hurt, who is the closest thing they have to a three-point shooter. So there's roster issues everywhere. There really is. I don't think they make adjustments really well. There's okay. some Bulls fans starting to get on Billy Donovan's case. Ooh. I'm How do you feel about that? Yeah, that. I w- yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I don't I'm think leaning either. toward. I'm leaning toward. I'm. I'm not super happy with him, but he was given and it has been given a roster that is not built for the modern NBA. And okay. I think that's an issue. And I think they're going to have to do something roster wise. They don't have any picks. They really mortgage their future oh, getting some of these guys, and they give they gave Zach Levine the bag, which I they think did. is still a, still an okay move. I'm not upset with that move. But there's issues. Three-point shooting, defense, consistency, <laughs> turnovers, and some coaching. And some so coaching. there's issues in there's there. There's issues. Ooh-wee. There's some issues in there that I don't love. Uh, definitely some issues. So what's going on in Chicago? Way too much. That's a problem. There's way too many issues going on in Chicago. So it's so is are we to the point where the whole room's on fire and we're no. just grabbing a cup of coffee like it's fine, like the meme? Or are we – I don't think it's that yet. I don't, I don't think it's that. I think we're smelling smoke. Okay. We're smelling smoke somewhere. All right. All right. And you just got to find it. Is that, it's like you're asking people, is that smoke? Is that smoke you, you smell? You smell, you smell smoke? smoke? Yeah. Like you, smell <laughs> you smell smoke? gas? Yeah. It's, like, it's one of those things. Uh, so we're at that point. We're not at, oh, this, you know, house is on fire. I'm not going to be able to leave. So might as well have a cup of coffee and say, you know, this is fine. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But we're smelling some smoke. One through ten. Panic button. Where we at? Mm, ten being the most panicked. I'm getting to six or seven. Okay. I felt like you was going to say seven. I'd have been cool with six or seven. Yeah, so, I'm great minds thinking like, I like where your head is. I'll so, say seven. Because, see, for it's me. It's early, though. Yeah, it is early. I want to see what this team looks like with Lonzo. That, and that's my biggest issue is why I didn't – that's why I didn't have a dog in this fight. You know, Alex, Alex Man Arbor. Shout out to Alex Man Arbor for uh, asking about the Bulls. But I just don't think – it's too early to tell with the Chicago Bulls because they don't have their full roster. They don't have their guy. Yeah. That like Lonzo is a pretty good defensive perimeter player yes. and a guy who can catch and shoot the three ball because we've seen him improve from year one in LA yep. to now with the Chicago Bulls. When he was with the Bulls up until December last year, I felt like he shot the ball pretty well yep. from three for the most part, especially yeah. catch and shoot. And with him and Caruso defending in your backcourt, really yeah. I think that would help too. And so And you get Kobe back for some threes. They're there, I see a path to being good. Yeah, a there's path. a path. You know, is this team making the NBA Finals? No, <laughs> they're not making the NBA Finals this year. They're going to have to make some big free agent signings, maybe some trades by the trade deadline. Just get some three point shooters, my God. Get some three point shooters. That's what you want. God, it's 2022, the year I, of our Lord. Basically, what he's saying is give him a phone call. Yes. <laughs> being is saying give him a phone call. He's ready to knock down some threes. threes. <laughs> I'll do it better than Vucevic. That's fine. You think so? <laughs> no, but I think they, they need someone who can. That was a problem. So, okay, is there anybody out there you think they could go after? Um, Real quick. I, hate to say this. I really Uh-oh. I'm really upset that this is recording because I'm about to say this. <laughs> 
But apparently, oh man, the word on the street, word on the street, is Milwaukee Bucks are looking to move Grayson Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's decent at shooting threes? <laughs> Grayson Allen. So. Is there a possibility there? I don't, I don't know. I hate to say it. I, I really am, hate saying that. I am dying right now. I'm just trying to like, you would have to really buy into the idea of tripping Grayson Allen, broken elbow, Alex Caruso. Like, his resume in the NBA is just all bad. And college it. resume is just, I mean, I he can, he's a good player. But in your mind. <laughs> I hate it. And he's been like, he's been hurt in and out this season. He's been shooting pretty well from three, though. 42% from three you, in yeah. eight games. Can you bypass the – Last ten played. Can you bypass the Caruso injury for some, for some uh, three-point shooting? I don't know. How bad of a person am I? <laughs> How bad of a person am I, Zach? I don't know. He shot 41% last season. 42% this season. Hey. <laughs> I would absolutely hate you might it have if they to make that. that phone call. Sometimes you got to go to the dark side to get things done. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, and on that note, that's going to conclude this edition uh, of Points of the Pay podcast presented it. by Stadium. I'm Zach Badgerhouse. That was my main man's Ben Winston. You can follow us on social media at our respective handles, of course. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the Points of the Pain podcast at Points Paint on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and make sure you subscribe and watch these lovely faces on the Watch Stadium YouTube channel because that's where this will be posted. And remember, 773-273-9088 for that voicemail line. You see Alex from Ann Arbor was able to get his answer about the Chicago Bulls from the great man Ben Winstein here. So all you have to do is chime in either on Facebook, on Twitter, even that 773-273-9088. You can leave us a text or a phone number, and you will hear from us next week. Enjoy your weekend.